Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Yes, Gen Z's waterbeds were real and not a made-up thing that millennials <laughs> talk about. And we've got the proof on the podcast. Also, RIP Twitter. Why the world thought Twitter was in its final hours, and you can blame it all on Elon Musk, the guy whose new nickname is Space Karen. Unconventional breakfast foods, weekend plans for the kids, free movies, and waking up Woody the talking Christmas tree. All on the podcast, but right now your $1,000 minute advantage. Of course, we always give you the answer to question number 10 for the next time we play. This is for Monday, November 21st, $1,000 minute. The answer to question number 10 will be Lizzo. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Happy Friday. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Aaron. How's it going? Just great. Thank you very much for asking. It's very kind of you. It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, I've been frantically checking the weather in the last, I don't know, 24 hours. (laughs) It's been changing a lot and uh, tomorrow is our big parade of lights day. So I've just been frantically making sure that it's not going to be brutal outside and it's looking good. I can tell you that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be kind of warm during the the afternoon tomorrow, like six degrees and sunny. And then uh, the parade starts at six o'clock. It sounds like we might have a little bit of wet flurries but two degrees so you know we've been through worse right (laughs) i'm putting it down as uh snow globe weather i think it's going to be perfect condition for the salt wire holiday parade of lights it will be really pretty hey our first our first look at some flurries during the parade it kind of is perfect Mm, i think it's i think we'll have to just say right now we're going to call it it's going to be perfect (laughs) For the holiday parade of lights tomorrow. It's going to be perfect. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It won't be perfect unless... If you're going to the parade, you bring an unwrapped toy yes. that we'll pick up along the route. Other than that, I mean, you don't want to ruin Christmas, do you? <laughs> you can't ruin Christmas. Yeah, we'll be collecting those new unwrapped toys along the route. There is a new route this year. Just be aware of that. I'm not sure if I, a lot of people are aware, but there's a lot of construction going on mm. in the city. Uh, so there's a new route this year. We're going to post the map up on our uh, on our um, socials. If you if you usually watch the route around uh, Barrington or Spring Garden or University yeah. Avenue. That's all the same. It's oh, just, good. yeah, it's just going to start off near uh, Citadel High School this year instead. So oh, just oh. a little bit of a change. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That, um, a lot of people were used to lining up uh, down by the dockyard, yeah, yeah. fairly close to the casino and that end. And that would, uh, you know, year after year be the the best place to see the parade because you can just peel out of there exactly. as soon as the last float goes by and get home before the parade is over. No, apparently they're doing something with the Cogswell Interchange. <laughs> Who knew, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so that will ruin those plans. Don't go there, no. Yeah, so uh, New Route, we'll have that map up on our socials. I feel a little bit behind this year. Normally I have my Christmas trees up before yeah. the Parade of Lights. But it just, it's been too warm. It just, I didn't feel in the vibe. However, now that, like, it's its starting to feel real, like this is happening tomorrow, I'm going to try and get my trees up tomorrow morning before the parade so that after the parade, when I'm, you know, filled with the holiday spirit, I can come home and enjoy the trees. Well, don't Good forget idea, to throw idea. out the pumpkins, okay? Oh, come on. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, tomorrow's the big day. Very excited. Uh, as P- Peter mentioned, it's going to be perfect like a snow globe for the Holiday Parade of Lights. Can't wait. If uh, someone were to, uh, to, to, to ask you uh, which one of us had gone to a bingo game uh, most recently, Aaron or Peter, <laughs> um, <laughs> you probably wouldn't say Aaron, but uh, it's true. She did. So. I'm feeling attacked. No, 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 no. I think it's great. Um, (laughs) Let me tell you, the first fact this morning has to do with bingo. The game is centuries old. No one really knows how old it is. Mm -hmm. The word bingo has no real known origin either, but it's not found in any literature before the 1920s. So next time you go to a bingo game, Aaron, you can impress your friends with that uh, little bit of factual information. Well, isn't that cool? The original the original name, we're going to talk about breakfast and unusual breakfasts coming up just after 6 o'clock. If you eat an unusual breakfast, we want to hear from you. The original name for Ego Waffles mm-hmm. was Froffles. Froffles. Yep, as in frozen waffles. Froffles. Oh, man. But people called them Egos because they tasted a little like eggs. And two years later... Froffles wasn't catching on, so they tried Eggos. Eggos is much easier to say. And speaking of food, the average person, what the fact, expects to gain five and a half pounds by January 1st. Between now and January 1st, many of us are fine with it. Uh. 42% of us admit we use the holidays as an excuse to eat whatever we want. Yeah. Starting around now. Mm Mm-hmm. Starting it's around true. mid-November. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the end of the year. You're like, you know what? I'm going to live my best life, and then yeah. I'll get back on track next year. <laughs> right. And I'll leave you with one more. On average, people in India spend 10 hours and 42 minutes each week reading, as in reading literature, reading stuff from a book, oh. uh, rather than just uh, you know random stuff that they might see on Instagram or whatever or on their phone. Um, that's the most time of any country on earth. I think I spend that much time reading a book. Do you? Because I, I read every single night. Well, wait, wait. I read every single night before I go to sleep. I'm reading a book. Um, but 10 hours and 42 minutes a week sounds about right. But really, I'm reading the same page over and over and over and over again because I fall asleep <laughs> like halfway oh <laughs> through the page. And then I have to go to the top again and start again because I have no recollection of what I, would, what I just did. So essentially it takes you a year to read one book. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't tease. <laughs> it's like, when are you going to finish that, Jesus? <laughs> right. <laughs> I borrow from the library online, yeah. right? I, I, use, I use Libby. Right, Libby's right. An app. And... And honestly, I, I it, it it's supposed to take you at most two weeks to read a book. Yeah. I just keep borrowing and borrowing <laughs> that same book over and over. Like but eventually, guy. <laughs> but eventually, I finish. I have to find unpopular books that other people don't want. Yeah, nobody. Just so I can finish. Looking them. to check those out. <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck? Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move One Hundred. Twenty-seven percent of Canadians start their day. With a can of pop for breakfast. Yeah. What would their mother say about that? (laughs) (laughs) I won't say I haven't done that, uh, but I don't do it very, very often. I mean, it's usually when I am particularly dry. That That you need to chug some pop first thing in the morning. I mean, there's something about a carbonated pop 
that just kind of makes everything be- feel better for, you know. It's a so minute. true. If Oh my God. If I have a hangover, I will be standing at my fridge <laughs> chugging <laughs> pop at like 6 a.m. There is something about right? the carbonation that is just. It hits different. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you can have Perrier or or, or no. something from your soda drink. Trash. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the sugar in the world. You have to somehow punish yourself while quenching your thirst <laughs> to make yourself feel better. Why does it feel like you're quenching your thirst? Because you're clearly not. You're not. Like, if anything, we're just dehydrating ourselves. <laughs> right. I, and again, I said it only makes you feel better for about a minute because yeah. then you realize, oh, regrets. Man, I, I got to do this again. <laughs> I have to reevaluate my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last can of Coke. Yeah. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, oh unconventional, but yeah. Uh, yeah, 20, well, I guess it's not that unconventional. If 27% of Canadians start their day mm-hmm. with that. With a can maybe of pop. That, maybe that's the most conventional breakfast in Canada. Oh, my God. I hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's not. You always have unconventional breakfasts. Um, Not always, but I've seen you eat some pretty questionable (laughs) things at very early uh, hours in the morning. So I'm in Toronto this week. Uh, I'll be back in Halifax on Monday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this morning for breakfast, uh, my wife put this together for me last night. Um, And I stuck it in the little mini fridge in in the hotel room. And I grabbed it and took it with me this morning. It was a Costco chicken sandwich oh on the God. last two slices of bread that we have in our room. So we bought a Costco chicken yeah. yesterday, and uh, that's what we had for dinner last night, along with <laughs> along with ramen noodles. And <laughs> yummy! <laughs> if, you're, if you're in a hotel and the only thing you have is a mini fridge and a microwave, that uh, that kind of uh, lines up your your meals for the day. yeah you're in a weird situation right now so you got to do yeah. what you got to do so anyway that was my unconventional breakfast this morning traveling down the 401 in my rental car eating my Costco chicken sandwich and uh, drinking my oh yes uh, instant coffee oh. as well okay sounds gourmet <laughs> it sounds amazing <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to do why could you just go to like a McDonald's or a Tim Hortons like a normal person <laughs> because that would actually and I would believe me don't don't get me wrong but that would involve getting off the 401 oh, right. and getting into the city and then finding that McDonald's and getting back on the 401. And right Nobody, in the city, a lot of them are, you got to walk in, you can't yeah, drive through. Oh, and Believe me, yeah. here, I'm here on Queen Street, the home of, uh, you know, all no things Bell Media. Yeah. No, there's no, nobody's, nobody's got to drive through for miles in downtown Toronto. But this isn't a weird breakfast for you though, Peter, because like I said, I've seen you eat some pretty bizarre, like you will eat leftovers from your night, from your dinner before. Mm-hmm. early in the morning. And I'm like, yeah. how are you eating that? <laughs> we do work weird hours, so I get you just like, our lunchtime is technically like, what, 9, 10 a.m.? Yeah, sure. So we're on a bit of a weird schedule, but still. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, and sometimes it leads to an unconventional breakfast. Yep, you got that right. Kat, good morning. You uh, have an unconventional breakfast. What is I it? I eat breakfast every day, but I, I, I do enjoy, like, it's called the cowboy breakfast, which is like beans and whatever else they eat for breakfast. Like, I, I've had beans for breakfast, which oh, I think yeah. can come back to bite you in the, uh, during the rest of the day. But. <laughs> my, my dad grew up in like a British household, so beans for breakfast were a big thing in my family. And my brother, my little brother, to this day, legitimately eats a whole can of beans every single morning. Wow. <laughs> oh, I gosh. would die. <laughs> yeah, no, we grew up eating beans on Saturday nights at my grandparents' house. So, oh. But like the other morning, Gary was like, 
the bedroom smells like asparagus, and that just was the start of our day. Oh, <laughs> no. That's the even... one downfall, right? You're trying to be healthy, eat all your greens, get your asparagus in until the next day. You're like, well, why? We, we don't even eat asparagus, so I don't know what was going oh, on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that changes things. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where did that come from? Anyway, welcome to our world. <laughs> oh, sounds Lovely cat. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100 24-7. We want to know about your unconventional breakfast. What are you eating every morning that makes people go, what? <laughs> Why are you eating that? <laughs> well, you might say that uh, that my Costco chicken sandwich was was a bit unusual, but that's what I had this morning. But listen to this. This text says, good morning, Dream Team. Growing up, our breakfast was our leftovers from dinner the night before. So always delicious. So kind of like your your jam, Peter. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> oh, jam. Jam would have made it better. Ooh. Thank you. How about this? Yeah. This text this morning says, I had a molasses cookie topped with cheese. Um, That's unusual. That is a little I'm, unconventional. It's kind of a... Is molasses and cheese a combination that I've we should know about? Heard, I, well, maybe so, but I had never heard of that combination before. The molasses cookie sounds delicious. Cheese sounds delicious. Mm, why not? Why not? Uh, I love this text as well. I wanted to mention this one for sure. Garlic, rice, egg, ham, or bacon, pork, tocino, oh. and beef tapa or sausage. Um, a, a sea lug meal in the Philippines. Okay, whoa. I had to look up tocino which is Spanish for bacon, basically. And this sounds, just picture this. <laughs> I did a deep dive just in the last couple of minutes. Um, and rather than strips of bacon, it's cubes of bacon. Oh. And it's not cured or smoked. It's just fried until it's crispy. So oh. you have these crispy chunks, squares of, of bacon, and it is a tocino. It sounds almost like kind of like a skillet, but without the potatoes, yeah. you put the garlic oh. rice and then have everything on there together. Yeah, good point. Sounds like a delicious breakfast. Thank you for that text. Oh, sounds delicious. Lindsay, good morning. What is your unconventional breakfast that you're eating this morning? Rice cakes, tomato and savory rice cakes. Tomato and savory rice cakes. Okay, first of all, those are amazing rice cakes. They, mm. they are delicious. So you eat that for breakfast like every morning. Do you have anything with it or do you eat the rice cakes like just separate, my tea. just my tea. Oh my lanta! Is it? Isn't it a little dry? <laughs> it can be. It can be. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But it keeps me from a heavy breakfast. Yeah. True. So I enjoy them. They're delicious. Fair. If I was your mother, I would say you realize you're getting zero nutrition from what you're eating. There. Nutrition comes later in the day. Yeah. Don't let him <laughs> rain on your parade. <laughs> you have your breakfast that you love. <laughs> uh, Jason texted, I have a can of sardines almost every day for breakfast. Now, oh. <laughs> wait a second. Ew. This is uh, this is a thing in, in some areas of the world. Uh, they call it a fisherman's breakfast. Probably, uh, you know, along the south shore of Nova Scotia, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this was... A, a regular thing, at least for maybe your parents or grandparents. Do you eat it on toast or anything, or you just eat the sardines straight out of the can? Eggs and sardines Ooh, together. No, that's like the worst combination <laughs> no. that could ever happen. <laughs> a fisherman's breakfast. Jason, 
Uh, do you have any heritage in along the South Shore, possibly, or some other part of the world where sardines were a regular part or are a regular part of breakfast? Mm, yeah, let us know. <laughs> uh, this text, in my teens, having cereal, I would have two boiled hot dogs with cheese whiz. Mm. What? With your cereal? <laughs> I have questions. Sure. And uh, this one says it's not a daily breakfast, uh, but I heard about Peter having his uh, Costco chicken sandwich on the way into work this morning. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Costco and chicken. Tech says I have uh, leftover Thanksgiving dinner every year, butter and onions and add potatoes and stuffing and pieces of turkey and then a bunch of gravy. My Thanksgiving hash. Hash, yeah. <laughs> Everyone can't stand it. The text says. Yeah, I've never done a Thanksgiving hash. I don't know how I feel about everything being mixed together in one. Oh. I mean, you love it's it? It's going to be delicious. Uh, Absolutely right. going to be delicious. Right. Try it. Hey, just want to remind you, Merry Texmas. Uh, it's our final week of uh, Billy Elliot tickets that were given away. Billy Elliot, the musical at Neptune Theater. We've been giving away two tickets to that all this week, and we have two tickets left. So mm-hmm. all you got to do, text the keyword GIFT with your first and last name to 124.7. Kate's going to make a draw for that tonight at 6. Just saying Billy Elliot tickets would make an excellent gift for Christmas. Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Yes, the Saltwire Holiday Parade of Lights is back tomorrow, 6 o'clock in downtown Halifax. Now, just be aware that the route is different than last year because of some construction going on downtown. So this year, it's going to start at Citadel High. It'll go down Rainy Drive to Duke Street, and then it will proceed to the usual route along Barrington, up Spring Garden, University Ave by the IWK before ending at Roby Street. So just Mm -hmm. a different start point this year. Yeah, but an important point because a lot of people love to go to the beginning of the parade mm-hmm. so they can take off and leave and get home before the parade even ended. Absolutely. So Citadel High is where that's going to kick off today at 6, or sorry, tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Mrs. Claus is going to be there for the first time ever this year, so that's exciting. And we're going to be there along with the folks from Cineplex and Palladium. You can spot our uh, float in the parade. And if you can bring a new unwrapped toy, we're going to be collecting those along the route, and these toys are going to help kick off our annual toy drive at Cineplex on December the 9th and 10th. So 6 o'clock tomorrow. And just a reminder, uh, parking, it might be a little bit difficult tomorrow with all the streets shutting down. So give yourself lots of time to get there or take transit if you can. It's always easy that way. Hashtag RIP Twitter is trending this morning. Lots of people online joking, saying, oh, is Twitter still around today? Is it gone? We don't know what's going on. So here's the latest on the whole Elon Musk Twitter spiral. We're going to fill you in here. So as we know, he took over the company. He fired nearly half of the workforce. And then this week, he sent an email to all the employees in the middle of the night, nonetheless, telling them that they need to commit to working long hours and, quote, be extremely hardcore and sign up for long hours at a high intensity or leave. He then gave the employees the option to reply by the next morning saying either they're in or out. And if they were out, they were gone. They were fired with three months severance pay. Then out of nowhere, he sent an email to the employees that did in fact sign up to be hardcore and continue working at Twitter. And he said, effective immediately, we're temporarily closing our office buildings and all badge access will be suspended until Monday. He gave no reason for that. So everybody was kind of like, uh, is Twitter done? What's going on? 
Twitter is in fact working this morning and some Twitter employees are now tweeting hashtag love where you worked with a saluting emoji to show they're leaving Twitter. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of people took Elon Musk up on his offer to get out with three months uh, severance. Uh, get what out if now. you? Uh, working for this guy? Yeah. I'm out. And if he's giving severance, sure. Goodbye. <laughs> Take it. Hey, and if you're looking for something to do with the kiddos tomorrow, Cineplex is hosting a free family movie day. So there are a few movies you can go choose from. Paws of Furry, The Legend of Hank, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, The Lost City, and the SpongeBob movie, SpongeBob on the Run. They're going to run tomorrow morning between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Tickets are available at the theater box office tomorrow morning on a first-come, first-served basis. You cannot reserve them online, so don't try tomorrow morning. There's no way. you got to actually go to Cineplex. And the snacks are going to be really cheap, too. Popcorn, candy, and soft drinks are only $2.50, with proceeds going towards BCG Canada, which is the new name for the Boys and Girls Club of Canada. So that's happening tomorrow morning between 9 and 11 at Cineplex. Fun. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us at Move 100 Halifax. Good morning. It is Aaron and Peter. Kids these days, there's an entire (laughs) generation of, well, they're adults now, who don't believe waterbeds were a real thing. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a thing. So it's up to us. We have to prove it to them that waterbeds were most definitely real. So we want to hear um, your good and the bad, your stories of leaky beds and why you eventually got rid of yours. Anybody listening who still has a waterbed that gets used, maybe it's only in the guest room, but a couple of nights a year at least it still gets used. And they had a mini comeback like five, ten years ago or, or so. Do you swear by them? Did you love your waterbed? And how did it ultimately come to a watery, wet end? Oh, my God. Okay, so this started with a viral tweet, by the way. Uh, a Gen Z <laughs> tweeted, Has anyone experienced a waterbed in real life? Was that also a sitcom thing or was it just a decades ago thing? And I thought it was a hilarious tweet. So I put it up on our Facebook page. Oh, my goodness. The mm. stories of your waterbeds. Okay, I... I have a few questions. I've never seen a waterbed in real life. My dad yes, okay. had one as a kid, and he always told me about it. And we thought, oh, my God, that must be the coolest thing ever. Mm, yeah, sure. So when you bought a waterbed, yes. you brought it home and had to fill it up with water yourself. Yeah, I don't think it was like a truck outside that filled it up with water. Right. I think you but just what do you do? Do you run the hours. Do you run the hose through up your, up your stairs and, and plug that in and get going? Yeah, or for the bathroom, or from through the window, or whatever you filled it from up. the bathroom. Well, once it's filled in the bathroom, how do you move the bed to your room? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I truly don't know. I've literally never seen a waterbed in my life, so I don't know. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> but a hose from the tap to the waterbed, fill up your waterbed. You know, honestly, I was never there for a fill up, okay. but I can only assume that they didn't, you know, back up a truck like they would to a swimming pool. It or just something. seems like a, an entire process. Like you got to sure. you got to go in with a plan. You got to go in with a plan. You got to heat the water bed. You have to heat oh. the water. They're heated. They're heated. If not, they How? would get really, really, really cold. Well, I mean, there was like a, you plug a it heater in? that was part of the water bed, the whole the whole structure. So that uh, the, so it wouldn't freeze. It would be really, really cold. I guess cold, it would be freezing, Especially hey? in the wintertime. Nice in the summer, maybe. You know, <sighs> you'd probably keep your heater off. But, uh, yeah, you wanted that thing on. You wanted the heater on in the winter. Okay, so a lot of the comments on our Facebook page talk about finding leaks in mm. a waterbed. 
there was it was definitely going to happen at some point, right? It was basically a giant, really hard balloon filled with water. So when you find a leak, obviously it's just squirting out a tiny little, you know, if you're lucky, waterfall. Of, if you're lucky, <laughs> do you get patches? To, to fix it or is you it You could trash? repair your, your mattress, but ultimately if that started, if that whole thing started, unless somehow the leak had put it, well, I mean, obviously sharp objects <laughs> were not kept <laughs> yeah. near the bed, but uh, if it started the leak all on its own for no good reason, then you'd have to go out and replace a mattress. You could repair it, but you know that the replacing the mattress wasn't far away. So did you have a water bed? Never had up? a water bed. Never had a water bed. I, I had a friend... In quotation marks, who had a water bed. Quotation so marks? What does that I had, mean? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of friend we are we talking about here? We were close friends. We were very good friends <laughs> who had occasional sleepovers. Let me just say that. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> say less. Say less. So she had a water bed. Yes. And did you enjoy <laughs> sleeping in this water bed? Like, was it comfy? Did you? Why didn't you get one for yourself? Uh, well, first of all, they cost way more money than I could ever afford. I think I was still like sleeping on my parents' hand-me-down mattress oh, at that point in my apartment. They were expensive, I guess so. They were expensive, and they still—you can still buy them. What? I went online when when I knew we were going to have this conversation. There's something like Canada Waterbeds or something like that, and you can get oh yeah, Waterbeds Canada. That's it. And <laughs> apparently they've been they've been doing this for you know decades now, and you can still buy the mattresses, buy the sheets because they took special sheets. Buy the heaters oh my and all the other God. parts. It's kind of like having a pool. You're you right. Had to have, you had to have some special things around the house to keep it running. Okay, they are so expensive. I just clicked a single waterbed, and it's mm-hmm. a th- uh, eleven hundred dollars for oh, a well, single I- for a single like a single bed. Yeah, but I mean mattresses are, mattresses are expensive too, right? I know that, but for a single bed, you can get a, a single mattress for like five hundred bucks these days. But mm, anyways. So- you hear, guys? It's real. Okay. Water beds are were real, were real. They're still real. So did you have a water bed? Do you still have a water bed? Do you know somebody that still has a water bed? Did it leak? Did it, did it go to a watery grave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a shout. So many calls about water beds. I can't yep. believe it. We couldn't possibly answer them all, but we'll try to stay there. Sorry that the phone is still ringing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a viral tweet going on about uh, Gen Z not, you know, believing that water beds <laughs> right. were an actual thing that people had in real life. They thought it was like a sitcom thing. So <laughs> if you've had a water bed, we want to talk to you this morning. We want to hear maybe you still have a water bed. Maybe you know somebody who does. We want to know all the things about the water bed this morning. Uh, Helen, good morning. I certainly did. And? <laughs> okay, so you got to understand, like, it was a, a wooden frame that went all the way around, and the mattress was a bladder. A bladder. A bladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> okay, an overgrown balloon. How's oh, okay, that? that's better. That's better. <laughs> and, yes, you hooked the garden hose up, okay. and you put it up the side of the house and yeah. through the bedroom window, uh, and you filled it. Okay. And you drained it the same way. Okay. Um, and the heater was like a flat pad that went underneath it. Did you have to drain it like every six months or whatever? Or did, was that like, was there a rule for that? You only, you only drained it when you moved. You, you uh. have, you would buy a bottle of something called waterbed conditioner. Oh, that you would put in. okay. That makes sense. I was going to say, how's it not molding in there? Like what? No, you had a waterbed conditioner. Okay. Now the part that's going to give you the heebie-jeebies <laughs> When you washed the sheets and the mattress pad, yeah, you found like all this grit on top of it. 
What do you grit? mean grit? Grit from what? From the bladder? No, from your body that you don't see in a regular mattress. That's why they tell you to vacuum your mattress. So you like your, if, the dead skin cells and yes, all that. Yes, so if you had a waterbed, that didn't go into your mattress. It sat on top and you saw that. Ew, I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you so, would be. <laughs> if you loved your waterbed, why did you get rid of it? I moved too much. Yeah. So you, you have to take it apart. And, I mean, it's held together by screws. Well, after moving three or four times, I was filling it up, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh, my God. What if one of the sides blows out while I'm sleeping? Mm, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a movie. You just go straight down out of the room, down the stairs with the water. Well, I just had visions of the sides blowing out of the bed. Yeah. And you, you used to be able to buy what was called a free flow. Okay. And it just bounced everywhere. Oh, my God. Semi-motionless, which only bounced a little. And then there was a motionless, which very little movement, wa- water movement. But uh, if you tried to roll over, yep. you almost had to jump to turn. <laughs> you had to get some momentum. <laughs> yes. And so if you then slept in someone else's bed, yeah. I remember a bunch of us went shopping and we were doubled up in bed. And my friend woke me up in the middle of the night. She said, for God's sake, stop jumping. What? Jumping? Every time you turn, she says, it's like you're jumping your body to roll over. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like way too much work. <laughs> Helen, thank you so, so much for this I, story. I've got one quick one. Secretaries. Peter, you might remember secretaries downtown. Oh, it's the bar, yes. Yes. They had a dancing on the waterbed contest one night. Oh, my God. Did you win? No. <laughs> As you fell, you got eliminated, but it was fun. Oh, my so God. Waterbeds were a big thing. We should bring that back. I do remember being at secretaries and feeling like someone was dancing on my bladder. That's as close as I can come <laughs> to that contest. <laughs> have a good day. Helen, you're the best. Thank you. Speaking of science, I have to question this text. Uh, the text says, best sex on a waterbed, lots of waves. Oh, Really? Uh, another text says you put some baby oil on it and then the party started. Okay, but I can't imagine anything worse than that. Flailing all over the place. There's a boob (laughs) here. People talking about the the bouncing going on. I think, wouldn't you end up like flying off the end of the bed? Yeah, like that would be fun when you're, I don't know, 23, but... (laughs) It seems a little dangerous once you hit a certain age. What happened to Grandpa? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Uh, good morning, Move 100. Did you have a waterbed growing up? I absolutely do, and I've had it for over 30 years. Wait, you still wait, have wait, one wait. now? Yeah. I do have one right now, and I would never give it up for anything. Do you, do you sleep on it still? Every night. Get There's not enough. out of town. Yeah, absolutely, I do, and I would never give it up. Why? What's the best thing about sleeping on a waterbed? Well, the beauty of the one that we have is, well, we spent the money so many years. My wife and I spent the money so years ago, so many years ago. And what this was, it's a superior character and quality. It has seven tubes to it. So what you do is you take it out to the bathtub and you load it up and it's got a little line on there. So if you want it soft or medium or hard, you can load it up to that level and then seal it to make sure you get all the air out of the uh, the tube itself and then put it in your bed so you can have a hard match on one side 
and a soft on the other oh. side. So do you sleep alone or do you have somebody sleeping in your water bed with you every night? My wife and I share that bed every night and as we have for the last 30 some odd plus years. When so you're... there's no insulation, okay? We don't need it. It's, it's well constructed. It takes queen size bedding. So any queen size bedding anywhere will fit. And what we do regularly is we take a mattress pad and we just take it and replace it. That's, that's okay. simple. It's Aaron and Peter. That's simple. Mornings on Move 100. <laughs> I can't believe it. I didn't think we were actually going to find somebody who is literally sleeping in a waterbed to this, like, day. Uh, hi, good morning. Do you have one? I do, and I still have it. Oh, my gosh. So you sleep on your waterbed every night? Oh, absolutely. Now, do you sleep in there alone? Do you have someone sleeping in there with you? I have someone with me. Now, when they turn or you turn, are you not waking each other up every time? No, we just have a little bit of wave. It's all cool. Okay, can I and ask? And it's heated. It's so nice and cozy because it's heated. So if your house, if you turn the temperature down a little bit, and uh, as soon as you jump into bed, it's nice and warm and cozy. And what about what about when you want to get a little romantic? How does that work out? <laughs> it gives you extra bounce. <laughs> extra bounce? Actually? Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Except for when on our wedding night, we went to the Micmac uh, Inn Hotel there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was the first time we've ever experienced a waterbed, and they didn't have enough water in it. So when we were lying in the bed, how can I explain this? Uh, our backs were lower, Let and then help. there was like our legs were higher. It was just really weird. Oh, so it's like, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your legs were above... Your yeah, head. yeah. Like, I mean, for your wedding night, like it's a- not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> it was an adventure. <laughs> oh my I believe gosh. what the experience experienced was uh, bottoming out. Oh my god! No, it was just like because we didn't know really what to expect on the first. Of course, <laughs> right? Who does? And we just thought, hey, like this is not normal. The bed should be almost flat, right? <laughs> So, yeah, it was very interesting. Oh, my gosh. You are hilarious. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, we've got Susan Carpenter on the line this morning, and Susan is in the car with Cooper and Carter. And Susan and Cooper and, Cooper and Carter listen to the Thousand Dollar Minute every single day. Are you guys excited? We are. Yeah, we're very excited. We finally got through. Are Cooper and Carter going to be your little help today? <laughs> yeah, they. I need them. I rely on them every day. You do. So they're good at this game. They're very good at this. Okay. All right. So Susan, Cooper, and Carter, here's how the game works. Uh, You're all going to get 60 seconds on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You guys are going to win $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer. Susan, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that's what counts. You guys can't take it back, okay? Absolutely. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay, Susan. Your $1,000 minute on move starts now. What city's nickname is the Big Apple? Sorry, is the what? What city's nickname is the Big Apple? New York City. How many letters are in our alphabet? 
I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. How many letters are in our alphabet? 26. In what decade were the first Air Jordan sneakers released? I'm going to say 90. What singer just lost her bid to trademark the phrase Queen of Christmas? Uh, Mariah Carey. Which Peanuts character carries a blanket? Uh, Linus. Who is the star of the John Wick movie franchise? John Wick? Um, who's that? Uh, Krasinski? John Krasinski or something? The Raiders, the Commanders, and the Seahawks all play what sport? Football. Risotto is a rice dish from what country? Oh, Risotto. Uh, Italy? Alfonso Ribeiro played what character on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Carlton. And in the song Jack and Diane, what was the couple eating outside the Tasty Freeze? Oh. Okay, time is up. Susan. Time is up, Susan. Let's Ooh. find out how many you got right, okay? Okay. You did really well. Cooper and Carter must have been on your side for sure. Oh, yeah. Big Apple is New York for sure. 26 letters in our, in our alphabet. But the Air Jordan sneakers, they were released in the 80s. Mariah Carey, Queen of Christmas. She couldn't trademark it, though. Linus carried the blanket. It was Keanu Reeves, who is John Wicks. Football, those teams played. Risotto from Italy, Alfonso Ribeiro, Carlton. And we didn't get the question. Well, we didn't. We got the question, Ten. You didn't have time to answer it. They were eating chili dogs outside the Tasty Free. So you got seven right. You did, Susan. 70 bucks this morning for you, uh, Cooper and Carter. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You are welcome. You guys hang on the line for me. Thank you so much for playing this morning. Now, we're going to be back with your chance to win uh, a grant in under 60 seconds on Monday morning at 8 o'clock when you play the $1,000 Minute on Move 100. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Happy Friday. It is Aaron and Peter. Are we going to be responsible for the big comeback of waterbeds in 2023? I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) After hearing some of these stories, you may never want to even experience a waterbed if you haven't already. A lot of people are like, I love my waterbed. I want one again. Yes. And we also heard from someone who's still sleeping in their waterbed Mm -hmm. uh, and has had it for 30 years and absolutely loves it. (laughs) Will not sleep Uh, on any other mattress. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe um, if you're pregnant, you may want to rethink it. Here's a couple of texts for you. Uh, Memory of having a waterbed. Text says, I was pregnant for my first daughter, and I asked my doctor, is it okay to sleep on a waterbed? And he said, oh, yeah, which was great, till I got to about seven months pregnant, and my husband had to sit on the other side of the bed so it would (laughs) pop up on my side and I could get up. (laughs) I was going to say, I literally have a hard time getting out of bed right now, let alone pregnant, (laughs) let alone in a waterbed. Related text. I had a waterbed till my kids were about three and six or 20 and 23 now. Try getting stuck being nine months pregnant and yelling for your spouse to come and help you get up. (laughs) After he finished laughing, he helped me. That's actually a sin. You need some sort of like strap to grab on and pull yourself up out of there. Where's that comfort from your husband? I know. (laughs) So did you have a waterbed growing up? Or maybe you're one of the few who still sleep in a waterbed. We want to hear from you this morning. Uh, Good morning, Move 100. So I had a waterbed growing up from the early 90s, from 1990 right up until I moved out in 2002. Mm -hmm. Uh, My dad made all the bed frames for the waterbed, and just like how I believe Helen had said that your waterbeds are a bladder, <laughs> and it was the best thing you could 
sleep on. It was, was it? so nice and warm. And uh, yeah, it kind of sucked after you had a night of drinking. If you go to bed, it was a little, <laughs> it, you're a little squeamish. It was, it was trying, it's just like as if you're on a boat, you're trying not to uh, fall off. off. Yeah, I was gonna say, Not like, I mean, you know, you know, when, you know, when you lay down and you kind of get the spins. I can't even imagine that on a waterbed because it's like a oh, double whammy. It was bad because you were trying your hardest not to move. Because every time you move, the waterbed would move, and you're just like, oh boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, so, I well, miss my waterbed. I really wish I could have my waterbed back. I just moved out, and then mom and dad moved, and that was it at the end of the waterbed. Well, did you hear, Peter said that there's an actual website called, what is it, waterbedcanadas.com. You can literally order them online still. I'm going to have to look into it because that was the best thing. And it was so nice and warm and toasty. It yeah. was like the best. I didn't know that they and, were heated, but I can see why that would be so nice in the winter. Yeah, it was a huge heating pad from one end of the bed down to the other. And you would set your dial at a certain temperature. Right. And then, um, like, once a month, you would, or every so many times a month you would actually clean the bladder off with a cleaner because of the dust and the dead skin and all that stuff but you condition it every month you burp the bed so it wouldn't be as wavy burp the bed yeah it's called burp the bed so if you end up getting air into the bed you would actually go from one end of the bed and you would roll your arms down the bed and you would actually burp the bed and after you the bed, you put the cap back on, and it's not as um, as wavy. Okay, weird. Burp the bed is a new one for me. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Take care. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. I cannot believe how many people still own one of these things. Still using it, and the Gen Zers who... Didn't believe until this morning that waterbeds were real. I've never seen one with my own eyeballs (laughs) before, so (laughs) I'm with them. (laughs) Uh, Here's a text that we hadn't really thought about. Uh, The text says, what no one is telling you is that insurance was insane. If you had a waterbed, your home insurance was triple. Yeah, like I never thought about the insurance thing, but duh. That's like having having a pool. Someone else texted us about filling up the waterbed after moving several times because they were in a military family. And they would always start to fill up the waterbed and the, the fridge was empty. So they'd go and get groceries and then come back to the bed three quarters full. Except in the new house they moved into, the water pressure was a lot more. So Uh-oh. they came back from groceries and heard their mom yelling, turn off the water. Because it was just the mattress, overflowing. Well, the mattress was like two feet higher than the frame <laughs> and was just about to burst. Can you imagine the damage if that bad boy burst? I, oh, I, my God. I can't. It's like having a swimming pool open up in your upstairs. <laughs> it's true. It sounds like a nightmare. Uh, so, yeah, did you have a waterbed growing up? Maybe you still have one. Uh, give us a shout. Dan, good morning. I bought my first waterbed. Thursday after Chernobyl in 1986. And I bought it from the store at Main Street in Dartmouth, which is which was gone. It's gone now, but it used to be next to the Smitty's. So I bought this bed. I paid $586 for it. The Honey Oak uh, waterbed, semi-motionless mattress, all the rails. And the guy gave me two sets of sheets with it. Okay. A blue set and a red set. So this bed came to my house the next day, Friday, and after work, I came home and I put it all together. 
Mm-hmm. Now you have to do all that thing like the girl was saying. You had to condition it and burp it and, you know, all this stuff. And I had it all set up. Yep. So it takes a little while to heat up, but when it was already good, there. About a week later, or two weeks later, I should say, I was coming home from work and I noticed my bed was turned down. And I was like, I'm sure, you know, I made my bed a certain way every day. And I was living at home. So I never really thought nothing of it. So I got up the next morning and I'm talking to my parents and I said, Mom, did you change my bed? And my mom would look at me. She was working, she was cooking breakfast. And she was like really, really fidgety. And I was like, you know, like this. And I looked at my dad and I looked at my dad and he had this stupid grin on his face. <laughs> right? And he was reading the Daily News. Remember the old Daily News? Yeah. And it took about two minutes to click in. And I looked at them and I went, oh my God. My parents had sex in my water bed. No! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like shocked. And I went, oh my God. And the both of them were smiling. Sickos. And my dad said to me, he says, what? You never used our bed to have sex? Oh and I was like, uh, uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, question for you. Serious question. Did they use the what? red sheets or the blue sheets? Peter. No, really. Oh, I can't remember. I, I think it was the blue Wait. sheets I put on that morning, and I came home, and the red ones were on. I looked at it, and I you, didn't really clue in. He burned them all so, after that moment. You remember like, you paid $586, and you bought it on the day after Chernobyl in 1986, but you don't remember whether they used the red sheets or blue sheets? You see, I could never I sleep in those sheets old. again. I was probably at secretaries that night, that Friday night, or downtown Halifax, and came home, and I was like, uh, you know, oh. crawled in the bed, never even thought of it. I'm right? sure this and will haunt you for the rest of your life. Not as much as the smile on my dad's face and my mom's face when I when I finally clued in. Yeah. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. Okay, I think that takes the cake for the best waterbed story of the morning. What a nightmare. Oh, the perfect way to end that conversation. Let's end that conversation. Yeah. Shall we? Oh. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Don't injure yourself today, okay? I mean, chances are, well, there's a good chance you will in some minor way injure yourself, right? <laughs> always, always. Your funny bone, your, you know. Stubbing your toe. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep those types of injuries in mind. Maybe one of those in particular because we experienced this particular type of injury about 400 times during our lifetime. And that's mm. not pretty. What is it? What are okay. we looking for? Calls with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Some great guesses coming in here. This text says, biting your tongue. Oh, oh that's horrible, it right? It sucks. Oh, yeah. And if you do it once, yeah. it's going to happen at least three <laughs> more times that day, maybe you know five it. times, and a couple of times the next day, too. Yeah, it really, really sucks. Uh, hangnails, this text says. That's mm. a great guess. Mm-hmm, but not it, though. Nope. Um, stubbing your toe. Oh. Nothing oh. worse than that. Uh, jamming your fingers in something like a car door. Oh, God, That no. literally made me just shiver. Yeah. That's brutal. Not it, though. Uh, good morning, Move 100. What's your guess? Breaking a toe. Breaking a toe. Oh, have you done that before? No. Oh, it's not no. fun. Not it, though. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Good morning, Move 100. What is your guess? Spring. Spring. No, that's not it. 400 I'm... times? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. No, that's not it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, move your guess. Is it a paper cut? You know what? 
400 times a year, we will experience, on average, a paper cut. Ooh, I hate paper oh. cuts. Ooh. The worst. It's the worst. And you always, always find them when you're using the hand sanitizer. Oh, awful. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's yes. so true. It just burns right into that oh, <laughs> open area. It's awful. <laughs> the worst. You got it. Thank you for your call. Okay, thank you so Have much. Have a great day. Bye now. Bye. I think paper cuts are one of those injuries that are classified as dumb injuries because you do it and you're like, why am I so dumb? Like, that was such a stupid way to hurt myself. What's going on? I can feel it right now. Yeah. I, I mentioned, I said 400 times in a year just then, but, but no, back to the original question, it's 400 times in your lifetime. In your lifetime. You experience it. Oh. The stubbing the toe thing. Science, I'm sure, can ex- explain this. I've never gone to look for why this is, but you stub your toe really, really hard and there is a moment of pain and then why is it like four or five seconds later that it really starts to hurt? It's almost like your body goes in shock for a moment and then you just wait for it and it's like agony. That might be it. You know it's coming too. You're thinking, okay, okay, how bad is it going? How bad is it going to be? I'm scared. <laughs> Anyone listening injure themselves recently in a really dumb way? Like you, mm. you can't help but be mad at yourself after you do this because you're like, that was so scary. Stupid. Why? How did? Why did I do that? But it hurt. <laughs> Your dumb injury. Give us a shout. Four five one thirteen thirteen. Text us anytime at one hundred twenty four seven. It's time. Let's play Aaron and Peter's Beat the Bank. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. On Move 100. Okay, we've got Michael Wenzel on the line. Michael, you're working, doing some painting this morning. How are you feeling about playing Beat the Bank? Hey, doing really good. I'm a little nervous. Are you nervous? You got some uh, buddies there to help you out, make a decision if you need them? Yeah, they're all staying around. Uh, okay, well, pressure's <laughs> on, Michael. <laughs> so here's how Beat the Bank works. Every vault that we open will contain more money than the one before it. You can stop any time and take that money. And the vaults could go all the way up to $20,000 cash. So no pressure, right? No pressure. As you know, if you open a vault and you hear an alarm go off, you're going to lose everything. So be prepared for that as well. Alrighty? Alrighty. Are you ready to play, Michael? Good to go. Okay. Okay, Michael, here we go. Move 100, bank vault number one. $720. Oh, my God. Right out of the bat. Wow. All right. I'm going to go again. $720 in bank Come vault on. number one. And Michael said, I'm going to go again. I heard him say that. Michael, can your friends, can your other buddies, can they hear you too? Can they hear what's going yeah, on? Yeah, they can hear it. And do you think you should go again too? I don't I think I should going to go for about 1000 so. Ah, that's, okay. that's the number. All righty. Okay. okay. You go. can hear him in the back. Keep going. Yeah. For Michael. Move 100, bank vault number two. $820. Okay, an extra 100 bucks. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, the pressure's on because usually it doesn't jump like... I know. Uh, ...every from the start, right? Yeah. So, Friday, just, the banker's well, feeling remember, wild. It's your money, Michael, not your buddies, okay? That's so not, you go that's with your Everyone's saying go again. I, I think I'm going to go again. Okay. Move 100, bank vault number three. $920. Ah, okay, so 720 to 820 to 920. 
One more. All right. I guess I'm going to have to go one more. Yeah, you did say you want to get to 1,000, so I guess that's what you got to do. Right. Yeah. If your mother ever tell you if everybody else told you to jump off a bridge, would you go and jump off a bridge? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Move. One Are you ready, Michael? We're good to go. Move 100, bank vault number four. $1,100. Hey, how's that? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a little bit of money. I'm thinking about stopping. I, know, I feel like it's going to go bigger, but... It's scary, right? If you risk yeah. it and keep going, you could either lose everything or, who knows, the vaults could go up to $20,000. So you have quite the choice to make here, Michael. What are what are your buddies? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one more. Gonna yeah, go I can hear them encouraging you. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're just gonna pull back that eleven hundred dollars. Just put it aside there, because we need to know what's in move one hundred bank vault number five. One thousand. Oh, I'm so glad that wasn't an alarm. One thousand two hundred dollars. I'm just gonna take that. You're gonna take it? <laughs> yeah, I figured. I figured you were gonna get close to making that decision. All right, final wanna, answer. It's my final answer. All I, right. I'm happy with that. Hey, yeah. I love it. Congratulations, Michael. $1,200 is all yours on a Friday. Um, that is amazing. Guess <laughs> who's doing the Timmy's run today? Yeah, Michael. literally. Timmy's run today, yeah. <laughs> all right. You know what we got to do now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just go ahead and open up Move 100 Bank Vault number six just for the fun of it. $1,600. Oh, Yikes. That hurts a little bit, doesn't it's probably, it? I, I have a feeling it's going to go big. It's going to well, go big, move, but I don't know how. Move 100, happen. bank vault number seven, Mike. $2,000. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> Michael, we got to open one more at least, huh? Yeah. Move 100, bank vault number eight. I was only off by a couple. Yeah, you were only off by a couple. <laughs> Michael, well, you're definitely doing the Timmy's run today, as Peter mentioned. Michael Wenzel, uh, $1,200 cash is all yours today with Move 100 Beat the Bank. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You are welcome. Michael, you hang on the line, okay? Yeah. All right. That was exciting. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, the pressure. All right, we're bringing uh, Beat the Bank back on Monday morning. Your chance to win up to $20,000 cash. When you play Beat the Bank, 9 o'clock, Monday on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.